This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. I feel the Lord inviting us into a divine baptism of the Holy Spirit, a, a deeper baptism. Uh, this is Lily, Lily works with us. And um, the Lord gave her a dream this week and it was really confirmed by a prophetic word that came from my friend Chris Overstreet who sent a, a voicemail to us. But I don't, I don't want you just to listen to this. I want you to pull it in by faith. I feel the Lord here in a very special way tonight. Uh, we haven't been so close to him in, in, in months and we can't squander it. So I want every heart locked in here, every, you don't have to work, but you do need to pay attention, okay? So Lily, just, just, share, just share the dream that you had, would you? So, the whole night, I was having a lot of trouble falling into a deep sleep. Um, so I was turning on this Intercessor album, and I began to just go into vision after vision of just the Lord pouring out the Holy Spirit in a way that I cannot explain to you. It, it was in a new way. He hasn't done this before. He did it and he did it over and over and over again. It kept cutting to the next time. He kept going more and more and more. And then at the end, this was all night long this happened. At the very end, I got so thirsty physically that I could not lay down. I ran to the kitchen and drank water like I've never drank before. And then I woke up completely rested and like my thirst was quenched. So like, I just pray that the Holy Spirit will fall in a way that he's never fallen before. Come on, come on, come on. Just new waves of the yes, Holy Lord. Spirit, Jesus. Quench yes, our Lord. thirst. Yes, Lord. Let us be thirsty for you, God. Yes, Lord. Let us not be able to live a second without you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. lift your hands to heaven. Lord, we want all you have for us. We need your power in these last days. We need your glory to rest on us, to shine, shine brightly on us, to confound the wise. Bring great fear on your enemies, Lord, in these last days. Raise up the glorious, the glorious church glorious to shining bride Lord hallelujah 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 can you guys just begin ministering to the Lord in the spirit come on all over the room Lord, we say yes, we say yes, we want you to move. 
We want you to live here. We want you to have us. Call a radical people to your radical heart. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, 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 holy. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, come, fill your people. Fill us, fill us. Fill me. Send your fire, send your fire in your glory. Send your fire. Burn out the dross. Turn the fire up on us, Lord. Turn the fire up. Purify us. We yield tonight. We yield to your presence. We yield to your Lordship. Stay with me, guys. We yield. We yield. Fill the people, Lord. Fill us. Come on, you got to make it your own. You've got to make it your own, your own personal prayer. Ask the Lord for new wine, for fresh rain, for fresh fire. Holy fire. Ask Him, ask Him, ask Him. How much more? Will your Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask, 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 ask. Make us a hungry people who long for you, pant for you. As a deer panted forth the water, so my soul, so my soul longs, pants for you. Come, 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 Lord Jesus, come. Come, Lord Jesus, come. The Spirit and the Bride say, come, come, come. We are yours, we are yours, fully yours. Make us fully yours. Lord, I pray you would destroy apathy, that you would destroy the routine, that you'd come in and mess us up. Come in and grab the core of our being and shake it, Lord. Shake us. Shake us until only your unshakable kingdom will remain. You, the king, in us. Come, Lord, fill us. Fill us. Fill me. Renew a right spirit within me. Holy, holy, holy. Come on, give him all your attention. Give him all your attention.
Lord, let a mass wave of repentance come to your people. A mass wave of repentance as your winnowing fan is in your hand. Are you baptized with fire? You are, you are purifying your church in these last days. Oh, forgive our mixture. Forgive it and deal with it right now, Lord. Deal with it right now. Lord, release the arrow. Let it fly into the, our mixture. We lay down every lover, every lesser lover, our ministries, our sermons, our pursuits, our opinions, our perspectives. We lay them down today. We have eyes for you and you alone. We're married to you. We are married to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just ask him now. Just ask him to just drink deeply of his presence. It's strength in the last days. The wine of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> it's strength in these last days. David said, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. You need him. You need his presence. And he's pouring it out right now. He's pouring out his spirit. When the enemy comes in, like a flood, he raises up a standard. Send your wonderful river. Send your wonderful river through this building, through us as a people, through our hearts. take a seat. I want the worship team to stay up here. Babe, can I have my Bible real quick? Just no one moving. Just grab your seat. Come on. We have to learn to live in his presence. Stay with me, musicians. Would you just lock in with me, look into my eyes just for the next 10 minutes? Probably less, the next five minutes. Close your eyes just for a moment. Just very gently thank the Lord for his presence here. Let's not, we don't want to communicate to the Lord that we treat him lightly when he comes. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your presence. You don't share it with everyone. Ms. Kuhlman used to say one of the greatest sins is to ignore him when he's there. See, we want to build a reputation in heaven. We want our reputation to be, we are those who respond and give all of our affection to you, Lord Jesus, when you visit us. I want to read this passage to you. I. If you all would just look at me for a moment, unless your eyes are closed. But I, I hope you're learning that you can trust in no one but the Lord Jesus himself. 
I hope you're learning. You cannot trust in activism. You cannot trust in governments. You cannot trust in candidates. You cannot trust in world powers. You cannot trust in the largest government. The largest government is made of people, people with fallen minds, and in many cases, dark hearts. And government is just a bunch of people. You cannot trust in your pastor. You cannot trust in your spouse or your family. I want you to listen to the word of the Lord. It says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. It's not enough to believe in the Lord's ability. And it's not enough regarding your eternal security to trust in what everybody, what everybody believes the Lord is able to do. Jesus responds to Nicodemus's agreement with Jesus's bio, which is what most, most of the church does. They believe the Lord's bio, but they never really come to him. Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. But Jesus says, I, I'm, I'm very happy, basically, that you believe I do signs and wonders. And there seems to be a general pr perspective about my ability, but Jesus doesn't stop there. He plunges into the heart of Nicodemus. He gets right down to it immediately and says, Nicodemus, basically, that's not enough. Unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Checking off all of the right theological boxes does not give you eyes for the king and his kingdom. You actually have to be born again. That word means born from above. You need a new birth, not a changed life. You don't need your opinions to change, you do, but that doesn't necessarily secure your eternity. You need to be born again. You need a brand new nature inside of you. To be really clear tonight, your political party does not secure your eternity. You have to be born again. Church attendance does not secure our eternity. As I said three weeks ago, attendance is not the proof. His residence is. You need a completely new life 
to be considered a Christian. So there's absolutely a way to know if you are a true Christian, not a Western demographic section on a, on a, on a study. A true Christian, there's a way to know. And this is it. Have you received a brand new nature? Brand new. Is the life of Jesus living inside of you? And you'll know because if he's inside of you, he will live through you. He will change your life. We invented, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. That's not necessarily the scriptures, though it's partially true. That, go back to the graphic, please. Take, that is the Christian life. And that's why that is up there tonight. That is the Christian life. Jesus said, listen carefully, if any man wants to be my disciple, let him first deny himself. The front door is you saying no to what you want for you. Jesus as Lord means he can tell you what to think. He has the right to change your opinions. If any man longs to come after me and be my disciple, he must first deny himself and take up his cross. His cross, not his t-shirt, his cross and follow me. This blessed symbol is a death chamber. Yes, it inspires us, but we need to understand that before this was meant to be an inspirational symbol, make no bones about it, millions died upon the tree and our king died upon the tree. That's why I said I want to cross up on this platform. I'm not interested in some ethereal design. I want us to remember to follow Jesus, you wear a uniform made of wood, the cross. This cross screams to the spirit world and screams to heaven, screams to hell that this man or woman, she died and has received newness of life. If there's one thing that is absolutely perceptible, it is salvation. It is more real than anything in this world. If there's one thing you should know is whether or not you have received the God of the universe in your body. And the scripture says, make your election sure. I tell you this every week, there is so much in life that you can gamble with. Your soul should not be one of them. The hour is late. Haven't you learned your lesson yet? Can you trust in the theories and the opinions of men 
Midnight is coming. It is 11.59 and it has been for decades. Jesus is coming back soon. Don't gamble with your soul. Don't you feel the love of Jesus? Don't you feel the cords of love extending to you? The Bible says, do not harden your hearts. The only way you can say no tonight is to harden your heart, is to resist the unmatchable, glorious, love of Jesus Christ proven in blood his love is a proven love when you get saved there's no wondering there's a completely new life flowing through you obedience becomes natural sin feels disgusting sin feels unnatural to the saint you are conveyed from darkness the scripture says into the kingdom of his glorious light someone said in the green room tonight while we were praying I don't know who it was I don't remember sorry guys Someone said in the back, all he really wants is us. He wants us. He, he wants me. He wants the entirety of my life. He, Jesus, you say, what does he want of me? He wants you. He wants you tonight to give you away fully. Fully. He wants full access, full reign. He's, yes, he's king of the universe, but he wants to be yours. Would you all stand, please? Look, do not, do not delay. If you need to get right with Jesus tonight, if you want to give him your entire life, I want you to get out of your seat right now and you come forward. And when you do, I want you to spread out. Let's move these microphones. You come forward. You don't even need to raise your hand. You just get out of your seat and come right now. Come on, come on, come get clean. Yes, God bless you. Come let the blood wash you clean tonight. Come on. Come on, get out of your seat and come to Jesus. Come on, come down. Give your heart to Jesus. It's not a time to wait. It's not the time. It's not the time to gamble. If there's Jesus school students that are doubting their salvation, you get down here tonight. If you've been in church your whole life, you come give your heart to Jesus tonight. Come let the blood of Jesus wash you and cleanse you and come on give him praise and set you free tonight come get clean come to the Lord come to the Lord come give him your all young people there's no greater decision than to give Jesus your life this world will destroy you this world will eat you alive you will not defeat it but Jesus Jesus can he already has you come give him your life tonight thank you Lord Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to begin praying. For those of you who came forward, I want you to look into my eyes. I'm going to begin praying. And as I do, as I do, you feel like you need to get out of your seat, you come, you will not interrupt me. Jesus is here. We're going to give your, 
our lives over to Jesus tonight. Can you look into my eyes? For those of you who've come forward, look up at me, look up at me, look up at me. Isn't he wonderful? This young man has tears flowing down his face. There's no one like Jesus. All the confusion's gonna leave now. All the confusion. He is the light of men. That's what the Bible says. He is the light that brings life. The lights are gonna go on now. So today, look, tonight, would you just look, continue to look at me. Tonight, we're not gonna go through some repetitious prayer. Tonight, there's gonna be an exchange. You're gonna give your life over to the Lord himself, and then he's gonna give you his life. Every sin you ever committed will be remembered no more, and neither will he remind you of it. Oh my gosh. He'll never remind you of it again. It will be thrown into a sea called forgetfulness, and it will be as far as the east is from the west. Old things will pass away now. Yeah, you come. You come. Thank you, Jesus. Look at this precious little girl. You come. You know, I, I felt this, 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 uh, during the worship set. If you have someone next to you and you know in your heart that they're not walking under the Lordship of Jesus with full commitment or you're not sure if they're born again, I want you to look at them and say, hey, do you, do you need to go down there? Go ahead and invite them. This will be your, soul, your first soul winning uh, missions trip your first crusade. I'm serious. You ask him right now, hey, hey, do you, I'll go with you. You can even tell him that. Say, I'll go with you. You look him in the eye. The born again life is the life of Jesus. It is not confusing. It is darkness or light. It is absolutely clear. Salvation is clear. Wonderful, wonderful Jesus. Thank you. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you, young man. God bless you. Jesus is wonderful. Listen, sin will destroy you. Sin will enslave you. Sin is not life-giving. It breaks the heart and shatters the soul. It is poisonous to the core. Keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. And you can be free tonight. These are not the days to give repetitious religious altar calls. It's the time to be an extension of the love of God and break through, break through, break through and go after these souls like Jesus is right now. God bless you, you come. Right here, right here, come right here. You come, give your life to Jesus. Come, 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 you give your life to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. Come on, if you love them, ask them. You tell them, do you need to get down there? There's more, there's more. There's more. Come on, if you love that person next to you, rip them out of hell's grip tonight. Bring them to Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Oh, come on, lift your voice. There's more, there's more, there's more. There's more. Look, they're coming to Jesus. They're coming to Jesus. Help me, Ryan, help me. Right there, right there. Ryan, I want you to stay with them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, 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 their friends, bringing their friends to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wonderful Lord. Wonderful Lord. Wonderful, wonderful Lord. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Wonderful Lord. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, right here. Get up front. Right, stay right there. Good. Yep. Hallelujah. Wonderful Lord. Wonderful Lord. We've got to break through all the garbage. We've got to break through the facade. Got to break through our gear. This young man came forward. He has a Shake the Nations hoodie on. Look, look, look. I don't care if you've been in church your whole life. Churches don't save. Jesus saves. You might be a pastor. Offices don't save. Jesus saves. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus loves you. Oh, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. I'm telling you, he's drawing a line in the sand. Like Moses said, he was with the Lord. Come over here. If you're not, stay where you are. If you want, listen, the line is being drawn clearly. Light or dark, heaven or hell, the devil or Jesus himself. Sin is horrible. The Bible says it is a slave master. And that's why you're weeping tonight, because it's not as great as you thought it would be. Jesus is going to deliver you in a moment. In a moment. Hallelujah. Would you look into my eyes if you can? I just need your attention for two minutes. Heaven's song is something called the gospel. It's heaven's song. The gospel is this, that God looked down at creation that he made in his own image. And with our own will, we turned away from the Lord. And the Bible says we went our own way. And the scripture says they have all gone astray. They have all gone their own way. Our own way is always astray. It's away from the Lord. God's standard is perfection because God is perfect. But there's a problem, and the, the problem is this. The Bible says, in sin has my mother conceived me. In other words, my nature, pre-Jesus, is a sinful nature. My motives are off, my thoughts, my actions, not just what I do, but why I do what I do. It's all tainted. 
another precious heart. So in our own strength, we were unable to liberate us, to wash us. And since our sin was not against us, certainly we did not have the power to forgive us. So in his great love, the Father sent his one and only Son, born of a virgin, lived in perfection, completely sinless in thought, word, and deed. And since he is perfect, his blood is perfect. And the Bible says this, without the shedding of blood, there can be no removal of sin. So someone had to come and shed his blood, the perfect blood, for the imperfect. The perfect one for imperfect people. And that Jesus shed his blood on the cross. He literally died and the blood of Jesus dripped down this cross. And when it did, his life was given. The life of the flesh is in the blood. Jesus died for you. Look at me, all of you came forward. Jesus died for you. When he died, he went into the grave and took your death and he tasted death fully so that death would not be your portion. Three days later, Jesus came out of the ground. And friends, you don't even need to be full of faith to believe that one. Well, you do, but it just makes sense. Don't you think if one person's body in the history of humanity would have been found, it would be the most famous person in the history of the world? But there's a reason they can't find his body. It's because it's not there. It's not in the ground. Three days later, listen carefully. Three days later, Jesus was raised to newness of life. He was raised in perfection. And he was justified before the universe that he is holy and blameless. And now his life will be yours tonight. You will be raised from the dead. You will not fear the grave. You will be given a new body one day. And you will meet the Lord in the air. And heaven will be your eternal home. And sin will never hold you again. Hallelujah. This Jesus ascended. He went up, he's seated at the right of the Father. And he's coming back again. And everything happening in our nation, he told us, actually around the world, he said, these things would happen before I return. Jesus is coming back. And because you're giving him your life tonight, and you're repenting of your sin and accepting him by faith, you will not be an enemy. You'll be a bride. Isn't that better? What wonderful news. And tonight, not only will your sin be removed, that's a very beautiful, important part of the gospel, but he will come to live inside of you forever. I said forever. And this is his promise. Listen carefully. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Jesus will never, ever, ever, ever leave you. You're his and he is yours. Are you ready now? That's the glorious gospel. 
And so tonight, let's hand our lives over to Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Those of you in your seats, I want you to extend your hands towards these precious, precious children of the Lord. Let's pray out loud. Everyone who's come forward, I want you to pray this out loud. It has to come out of your mouth. You believe in the heart and confess with your mouth. Are you ready? Heavenly Father, I come to you tonight. I have sinned against you. I have grieved you. Forgive my sin. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God, that you died on the cross, that you shed your precious blood, that you died, and that you've been raised from the dead, and that you are alive forevermore. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God, and tonight, I give you my life, my entire life, have my life, you are my Savior, you are my Lord, forever, Jesus, you are seated at the right hand of the Father, you are coming back again, you are raised from the dead, forever. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, Jesus is on the throne. Come on, come on, give the Lord praise, give Him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, there's rejoicing in heaven. There's rejoicing in heaven right now. things every day I want you to do every single day every day number one get a Bible and begin to read it the Bible says now he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord your spirit is one with the Lord but your mind needs renewing some of you have bad memories bad images habits you think can't be broken they will bow their knee to Jesus if you stay with him They will bow their knee. Now listen, every day, read your Bible. If you don't have one, we would love to give you one. I want you to start in the Gospel of John. So if you miss the Gospel of John and go to the Epistle of John, you really can't miss. John's a great place to start. Okay, number two, pray every day. Jesus made it very simple. He said, go into your room, close the door, and talk to your father who's in secret. You might say, I don't know how to pray. If there's one thing the Holy Spirit will teach you how to do, it's to be with Him. He'll do a great job. Show up to your appointment every day. It's more important than any meal or meeting with anyone else. 
Number three, you need to get baptized in water. I'm really good at that. I hold you down long enough, all the garbage just gets on out. You might be a little dizzy when you come out of the water, but it works. We're good at that here. If you're not from here, you need to find a pastor or find someone and say, look, baptize me in water. It's not hard. It doesn't even have to be an official baptismal. We don't use ponds here because of the gators. <laughs> Get baptized in water. This is what that does. It cuts the old man off. I have, last, well, last two years ago, we did a baptismal, me and Ben Fitzgerald at our old building. And people were coming into the waters, manifesting demons and coming out speaking in tongues. I don't know, mess with your theology, but I'm telling you, I saw it many times. Get baptized in water. By the way, that's not a recommendation. It's a command. Number three, ask your father, or four, ask your father to release the blessing that Jesus paid for, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Baptism simply means immersion, plunging into. Why do you need that? Well, see, now the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. He's there for fellowship now. But how many of you would like others in your life to feel what you're feeling right now? Anybody who came forward, would you like that? Okay. You need his power on you for that. He's in you for fellowship. He's on you to bring the sinner to Jesus. So all you have to do is go home. You can go, maybe it'll probably happen tonight in this atmosphere. You just say, Lord, I want, I want you, the power of the Holy Spirit on me. I'm nobody special. I don't preach a different gospel than, than the true gospel. It's just the presence of the Spirit doing it. Okay? Lastly, you need to plug your heart into a people in the presence of God. There's a fancy word for that, church. Don't be afraid of that word, all right? The church was intended to be beautiful, and to Jesus it still is in the midst of all its flaws, which are many. He still loves her. You need other people. You cannot walk with Jesus on your own. So don't attend. Give your heart to, to a people in the presence of Jesus, okay? Can you do that? Now here's the deal. John and Jenna are right here. John and Jenna, would you raise your hand? We've got some different protocols going on just because of everything that's going. We have a table. We have a table out front. The moment I dismiss tonight, I want you to go to that table. Look how kind they are. Do you think they're going to mess with you or do anything weird? Look at them. All right. I want you to go find them. We have a new believer's table out there. It is not to bother you. It's to make sure you have a Bible. It's to make sure that we can walk with you and equip you to live a victorious Christian life. You will never be a slave to sin again. Ever again. All right? All right. Guys, can we welcome them home? Come on. Can we welcome them home? Hallelujah. 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 Ushers, ushers, you guys can stand up. You can head back to your seats. Please meet us at the New Believers table at the close of service. Come on, lift another praise. Guys, help me. Don't leave. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, one more. Come on. Give him praise. 
worshiping or preaching the gospel for two hours and 17 minutes. We broke all the rules, and I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, grab a seat. Grab a seat. Grab a seat. Don't you love the Lord? I have a lot to say, but I'm going to save it. I'm going to button my button here. I'm going 90 style with the undershirt. All right, 92. Amy would tell you, Zach Morris, that whole look. All right. <laughs> Are you guys happy? You need to be. You need to be. All right, last week I had to um, bring some order to the room. I'm sure some of you have never heard anything like that before. But uh, look, we have to do a better job. When people are getting saved, we don't move around. And uh, sorry, I wish I could give you like a Snickers to make, make so I could sound nicer or uh, that's just the way it is. So I don't know what to say. I mean, I knew it was okay when I saw Bill uh, rebuke two crowds for moving during salvation. I was like, okay, if Bill does it, he's the nicest preacher I've ever met in my life. It's legal for me to do it. But look, we have to, um, we have to prove to heaven that we take his word seriously. We have to actually build a reputation in heaven. And distraction really hurts the flow of the power of the spirit. Hands down, and Jesus told his disciples not to speak to anyone on their way to their assignment. He did. He sent them out two by two. He gave them orders regarding their finances, their preparations. And then he said, don't talk to anyone on the way. And this is why. Distraction uh, is one of the devil's ancient tools of limiting breakthrough potential in a room. So when Jesus, when Jesus was about to multiply food, if you notice, the first thing he does is break the crowd up into 50s and 100s. So there's an order needed for certain uh, moments in the anointing. So Jesus took authorities. And this is what I've learned. Either I'll take authority in the room in the name of Jesus or the enemy will. I've learned that. I've been doing this for a little while now. Believe it or not, since 94. I was a six, 16 year old now, since 93. 16 year old kid and uh, growing up under Jesse's dad did not help my kindness very much in that area but I'm glad I learned what I learned so I did not I don't I didn't do that last week to be mean to anyone I did it for the sake of eternity and that's how many of you think eternity is a big deal so here's the deal um, if you have to move if you have to leave early because you have some time limit or some commitment just sit by the doors but you need to know, how many, of you, um, how many of you used to pray a prayer that sounded like this? You were in a church that you thought should be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit, right? And you prayed something like this. God, if you ever start a church, can, you just, can we just have a movement that isn't bound by the clock and we just need God to move? Has anyone ever had that critical little devil jump up? <laughs> so you got excited. <laughs> but it's really true. We've all done that. Okay, well, now you're in one. Okay, so now you're in one where the clock is not king. Jesus is king here. And so you just need to, you need to know in your heart, like, hey, this, might, this thing might go 30 minutes. It might go four hours. But, you know, revival has its way of canceling all the prerequisites. Do you know what I mean? So that's just who we are. 
So you just need to know that coming. If you, if you can't come and stay through the teaching of the word, you need to think about that before you come. Okay? Love you very much. I do. I promise. Can you say Michael loves me three times? Now it's sealed in heaven. Now you know. It's confirmed. All right. We have a precious friend with us tonight. Leslie Crandall's here. She is the first year director at the Bethel School of Ministry in Reading. And she is here for a few days. Les, would you stand up, please? Come on, stand up. Let her know you love her. Yay. In fact, when we had the dream of starting the school, we did a FaceTime with Tom and Leslie. And uh, we just started dreaming via FaceTime and a whiteboard somewhere in, in their office. We didn't even have the whiteboard. It was just Jesse and I sitting there and we just talked about starting a school. And Bill was kind enough to, to just bless that, which was awesome. And Les gave me amazing advice. She said, look, don't get too complicated. Just get people in a room bring the presence of God and let Jesus touch them. Was that not the best advice, babe? And so, can we just honor her one more time? She's going to be... Yeah. Right. Real quick. Tell them the word you got from the student from the Philippines. It's so, all this is so connected. Uh, to Lily's dream and, and the Chris O thing. Hi, church. I am so, wow, this is a dream. I've been wanting to come for three years. Oh. So this is a dream come true <laughs> that thanks to COVID, uh, I was able to come. <laughs> do you guys know I baptized her in water? <laughs> Michael's my, my spiritual, spiritual son. So, so proud of him for uh, all the years I raised him up and now he's here. I'm just so... You're my grandchildren. It's amazing. Lord, help me. She's going to be with us no. for three days, too. I'm from the East Coast originally. I'm not a Californian. I am a Pennsylvania girl. And uh, hence the sarcasm, which is why I get along with Jesse and Michael <laughs> so well. It's because we deeply love Jesus with our whole hearts. Yeah. And uh, we want nothing else than Amen. his kingdom. But uh, I am privileged to also be in a revival atmosphere and in revival atmospheres and culture, we understand that the Lord speaks and he moves through his kids. And so uh, I had a student who just had arrived from the Philippines and he said, Leslie, I had this dream. And he came to me one year ago, this fall, one year ago. And he, the Lord reminded me of that dream tonight, that dream that he had tonight. And he said, I don't know why I'm supposed to tell you this, but I had a dream that I was in Orlando is there a place in, called Orlando in America? Like, he actually didn't know. He said that? He did. I didn't tell you. Oh, the my gosh. And I said, yeah, it's in Florida. Some of my good friends are actually there. He said, I saw fire falling in Orlando. Yes, Lord. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. He said, and as they went out on the streets, the fire was falling on the streets. forgot about that dream that one year ago and he said specifically he was just supposed to tell me the kid has no idea i am friends with michael and jess wow. so i am here to declare one yes year come on later. pull it in by faith yes. falling on the street yes. of orlando yes amen amen come God on say you. amen wow 
Hey, babe, can I have my bag? It's not a man purse, it's a bag. It's not a fanny pack. That's Ryan wears those little tourist packs there. You know, the supply bag for Disney. <laughs> I want y'all to hear something. How many of you know a fireball uh, named Chris Overstreet? You ever hear that name? So Chris, he, I don't know what it is about him. He's about impossible to get a hold of. He, he, he won't pick up his phone. But every like 12 months, he gets possessed by the Holy Spirit and just smokes us with a prophetic word. Okay, so I'm gonna try to do this without getting feedback. Chris, I don't know if this is gonna work, bud, but we'll try. So Chris just sent this to me. So this is wild. Lily, he sent it either the day before or the day after Lily had her dream. And Lily shared the dream of, of the Holy Spirit falling uh, in our church. In, she shared that with me in our kitchen. And I could feel the power of God in the kitchen. And when I called Lily up tonight, she goes, I am terrified of speaking in front of people. You did a wonderful job, you little preacher. Wonderful job. Yeah. (laughs) She calls me Santa Claus. I always bring joy. All right, let's try to have a listen to this. You ready? Okay, hold on. Don't get impatient. All right. Hey, Mike, I'm on this spin bike right now, and, well, I just feel the fire of God for you. I feel the Holy Spirit is going to come around you and surround you, and I believe that the Lord is positioning you for a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. And I, I feel like Jess is getting ready to, to undergo a massive baptism of the Holy Spirit, man. And I see the fire of God that's going to come upon her in a mighty way. And you have been prepared by fire. You have been positioned by fire. And the Holy Spirit is going to come and baptize the students afresh in fire. I just sense it, man. I sense it for your life. I sense it for your ministry. Because they're taking it right now. And I just sense this overwhelming sense of courage and a gift of faith that is going to come upon you, Michael. I feel like the Lord is... um, Having you believe him for something, and I believe it's—I believe it's the Lord that is pulling you in, and He's going to smear you with fire and drenched in love, love and fire, man. Praying for you, buddy. Love you, man. Sorry, it took me a while to get back to you. And, uh, Only a year. Bye bye. Just a year. Sorry, it took me a while. Yeah. And I forgot to say the privilege that you guys as a church have to be in this moment with, with Jess and with Michael. Like they, I trust these two, like they are dear friends of ours. They are, they are true revivalists and, and they're such a rare breed of purity and fire and fun and holiness and simplicity. And they are the full package of the love and the fire of God. And I just want to honor Michael and Jess. What they've started here is so profound. It's so profound. It's so profound. And I'm going to let Michael, but I really wanted to honor 
for them because I got to be a part, as a teenager, I was in the Toronto Revival. I, w I went to Bible College in the Brownsville Revival. I'm part of the Bethel Revival, and I see the markings of a great move of God upon this place. It's, it's so tangible. It's real. And so I bless this place. Yes, I bless Lord. this place. Yes, Lord, we receive And it. I want you to just actually really honor the moment and the leaders that God has placed over you, Michael and Jess. So I just want to honor them. So anyway, wow. I thought I'd just Love do that life. real quick. Wow. Oh. How many of you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit? Okay. Just yield your attention to him now. Just close your eyes. Help me there, Joel. Just yield. Yield. This, this is more important than a sermon. We don't want to miss a moment. Now, Lord, I pray that you would begin to touch the most broken vessels deeply now. Begin to fall upon those who feel disqualified. Who feel unworthy. Let your presence and glory fall on them. Fill them, fill them, fill them. Now, many of you will become aware of his presence and might, you might feel his tangible presence on your body. Maybe, maybe it's peace in your heart. Maybe it's fire on you. Whatever that is, just that's the way he's touching you. It's him. So give yourself away fully, fully to the Lord. He is his presence. Lord, we say yes. We say yes, Lord. We say yes. It's not by might. It's really not. It's not by power. It is by my spirit, saith the Lord of heaven's armies. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, fill the students up. Just begin to touch them, touch them, touch them, touch them, touch them. Fill the students, Lord, fill the students. Fill the students, Lord. Fill Amy and all she pours out. Fill her up. In Jesus' name. Lord, fill Joel. In Jesus' name. Fill them, fill them, fill them. Fill moms and dads in this room. Fill children, I pray. In Jesus' name. Fill, fill, fill. Fill, Lord, fill, 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 fill. We need a fresh touch of your spirit. We need you to have us and own us. We want to walk with you. We want to walk with you faithfully. Janae and Aaron, in Jesus' name, Lord. Natasha, fill, 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 fill. Lord, fill Diane, Jesus' name, fill, fill them up, fill them up, fill them up, fill them up. Hallelujah. So, Lord, if he's touching you, you can just listen. Give him your attention. Uh, I do have a word from the Lord. It's going to take me 15 minutes. Thank you, Joel. 
No, tears are precious to the Lord. Yeah, that's perfect, buddy. That's perfect, yeah. The The nations are trembling. Yet the Lord is simplifying his message. It's always been simple. I texted a dear friend who's a father to us and to the world today. I had a question for him. This is a challenging time to lead a church and a movement. What are you personally wanting to communicate intentionally to your staff and church right now? And these were the words. Stay simple, stay small in your own eyes, and stay firmly grounded on the foundations that matter. Song of Solomon 8, 6 and 7 reads, Put me like a seal on your heart. Just keep loving the Lord if you're aware of his presence. Just keep loving him. Like a seal on your arm. For your love is as strong as death. Jealousy is as severe and cruel as the grave. It flashes our flash is a fire, in other words, the love of the Lord. The very flame of the Lord and many waters cannot quench this love, nor can rivers drown it. If a man would offer all the riches of his house for love, it would be utterly scorned and despised. Romans 5.1 through 11, therefore having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. <laughs> Do you know justification is not merely the removal of sin, it's actually the announcing of righteousness. Your sin was removed, every person, every Christian in this room, every person who gave their life to Jesus tonight, yes, your sin was removed, but you've also been given the righteousness of Jesus himself. That's justification. You've been justified. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory, listen carefully now, we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now, hope does not disappoint, listen carefully here, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. <laughs> Can I keep reading? 
For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. That's us. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone will even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Say this, the love of God has been given to my heart by the Holy Spirit. Listen to Paul's words in 1 Corinthians 13. Listen to this. Though I give all my goods to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Revelation 2 Verses 1 through 7, to the angel of the church of Ephesus write, these are the words of the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands or the seven churches. I know your deeds, underline that. I know your toil, underline that. Your patient endurance, underline that as well. And that you cannot tolerate those who are evil, that you've tested and critically challenge those who call themselves apostles and are not, and have found them to be liars and impostors, and are enduring patiently and are bearing up for my name's sake, and that you have not grown weary. But listen, but I have this against you, that you left your first love, so remember the heights from which you've fallen and repent and do the works you did at first. Otherwise, I will visit you and remove your lampstand, the church, from its place unless you repent. First love, listen carefully, first love is the only love that Jesus understands. It's any other love, forget about it not being accepted, it doesn't register. Because the love of Jesus is passionate and all-consuming. He, he only knows to love one way. I'm incredibly troubled right now to see Christians dividing. Listen carefully. Christians dividing over race, over political views. There's a great division even in the house of God. Unfortunately, I'm seeing people unite over political views and they share a different faith. 
What does that mean? It means we've elevated the perspectives of men above the blood of Jesus. Think about it. Paul said, what fellowship does light have with darkness? He said that. What do they have in common? But if I think the way you tell me to think, we'll have unity, which by the way is impossible. But a brother and sister who are actually part of Jesus's body will divide over political debate, over racial arguments, when in reality, there is one race on earth, it is called the human race. In this room, I'm Greek, I'm Olive. It's wonderful. There are African-Americans here. There are Jamaican-Americans here. There are Caucasian people. There are Puerto Ricans here. We're in Orlando. There are Cubans here. Jess used to think she was Puerto Rican when she was (laughs) 16. I'm not joking. She could speak Spanish. She was a Spanish teacher. I said, are you Puerto Rican? She's no, I'm I'm Mediterranean. I go, man, that's amazing. What, what? What, Middle Eastern? She's got Lebanese, Egyptian, Greek, and English in her. You talk about a hybrid. <laughs> An Armenian, my lord. Oh, there you are, the Armenians. See, everyone's different. The English people are like, yes, I'm here, but I will not speak. And uh, the the Armenians, the the Armenians are, yes, we are here, and you will know. You're going to know. But, 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 but here's the deal. The reason we're all in this room is because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. And do you know, do you know why the devil wants us to divide over pigment? And skin, skin's pretty thin, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that. It gets thinner yeah. as you age. <laughs> I saw this dude on TV selling this thing where if you chew on it, it makes your face plump again. He's chewing on this rubber thing. I'm like, man, y'all are going, just let it wrinkle up, man. What's the problem? This guy's going, if you'll just chew on this thing for 45 minutes, you won't wrinkle. I'm like, I don't want to chew on a piece of rubber for 45 minutes. Who wants to do that? I'd rather get a wrinkle. For real. Well, if, if Jess came home and saw me chewing on a rubber ball, for it's going to work. It's gonna, I don't want to do that. Anyways, anyhow. Anyhow. We're all in this room. Listen up. And we never met to make it happen. Did you hear what I said? We never met to make this happen. And the reason the enemy wants us to to divide over skin tone is because he wants us to forget that Jesus' skin was shredded. He, 
He'd rather us focus on that than remember that the blood of Jesus is still red. It's all these options now. There's so much noise and everyone thinks they're right. But here's the deal. As a Christian, you lose your right to be right. Because when you get saved, Jesus doesn't become your partner. He becomes Lord. That doesn't negate pain. It doesn't negate trial. It doesn't negate all that. What, what, it does, what it does negate, though, is elevating our perspectives above the word of God. So the moment you make Jesus Lord, you actually say, I give you my entire life, even my thoughts. And if there's one thing we learned this week, listen, is that the most trusted in supposedly stable structures are shaking at the root system. They are shaking at the core. The devil, listen, is afraid. Because Jesus is not coming back as a little baby in a manger. He's coming back, listen up, He's coming back with a rod of iron. Now, it's nice to help old ladies across the street. Okay, I should say seasoned ladies across the street. That's a good thing. But you don't think Jesus is coming back just to help people across the street and help them get their grocery cart into the thing at Publix, do you? He's coming back with a rod of iron because there needs to be a little business done. And he's going to strike... Listen, he's going to strike what is not of him to the core. To the core. So the church should not be nervous right now at all. It should be sober. What is success right now? Is success the next great tweet? You know what troubles me for your generation? How, how, how old are all y'all? Am I allowed to ask the ladies? All right, all right. Some of you were like, did you just do that? All right. I'm just going to say you're all 18. All right? Since, okay, no? You don't want that. 14. Okay, anyways. You know what troubles me about you guys? Not about you all, but what you have to face is that your generation lives to be liked. I mean, like, one of the worst things that could happen is that you lose 100 followers. Oh, my gosh. Jesse told me once I couldn't unfollow someone because it was rude. I go, well, I don't want to follow him anymore. <laughs> Why not? She's like, baby, they'll take it. You can't do that. I'm like, well, it's going to hurt them? If I just hit a button, it's going to hurt them? This is what a generation is living under. And that's the complete antithesis of that right there. That is... That is the kingdom. Lowliness is success. A crown of thorns exchanged. Listen, he exchanged heaven's diadem to wear a crown of thorns. His back was peeled wide open. He carried his own cross to his own death. He died a death, even the death of the cross. 
and to the Father, that's amazing. To the world, that's embarrassing. To the world, that is weakness. But make no mistake, weakness is strength to the Father. Look, the church is gonna be pressed. And wine will flow. The church is gonna be pressured. And the diamond will come out. The church is gonna be opposed. And it'll gain strength in his muscles. The devil is afraid. That's why he's making so much noise. He is afraid. He is afraid because that message right now is catching fire. I want our students to leave with the meat of the Christian life, what it truly means to be a disciple. I want this church to be filled with true disciples. I don't ever want us to get stuck and caught in what Paul called worthless arguments. Worthless stuff. I mean, how long are we gonna talk stuff out or argue? If we come to the table, let's talk about Jesus and he'll heal our hearts. Let's talk about him. You know, Jesus said all this would happen. Nation would rise up against nation. Ethnos against ethnos. In other words, ethnicity against ethnicity. The troubles would come, but what was his advice? Look up. So Jesus, listen very carefully. Give me five more minutes. Jesus, Jesus is enthroned way up here. And all the noise is down here. It's all down here. And do you know these are not new arguments? These are not new struggles. All that noise is down there, right here. And, and if you want to live down there, your heart will get cluttered and full of mixture, and you'll think you're the hero eventually. Humble people point to him. People convinced of their own ability think they're the hero. There's one hero in this story. <laughs> he crushes the devil with your feet, but never forget, it's him crushing him. There's one hero, one subject, and this Jesus wants your love. Now check this out. If you are supposedly right about issues, and you don't have first love, you're entirely wrong. So you, you might be right about 20 issues, but in eternity's eyesight, you're wrong. You might even be right theologically, but if you're not burning with first love, you lose the lampstand. Our, our politics could be intact here, and all of our initiatives and all this stuff. And we, Paul said we could feed people and give away all of our stuff. Paul even said, I could give my body to be burned. That's in extreme language. He's saying, if I gave my body, the context is, Nero had parties back then where he destroyed Christians. 
and he needed light for his party. So what he would do is take the Christians' bodies and pour wax over them and form a candle around them and use their flesh as the wick. Put oil on their bodies, wrap them in wax, impale them on a stick about as high as these posts. They'd be run through and he would line his parties and the cities and use the Christians' bodies as torches. That's what happened. I know, you're like, wait, what? Yeah, that's how you got here. That's how you got. You didn't get here on the backs of, uh, of, of, of uh, preaching or preachers who couldn't figure out if they wanted to be popular or true men and women of God. We got here on the backs of those who, who, who did that. So Paul said, if I, if I volunteered for that, if I said, Light me on fire. Let me slow burn for a pagan party. But in the midst of the burning, in the midst of the sacrifice, if I am not burning with first love for Jesus, he said, it profits me nothing. You can preach a stadium if you're not burning with love. It profits you nothing. You can start a movement if you're not burning with love for Jesus, it is not eternal. It will die in the fire. If you're gonna join a movement, join a Jesus movement. So first love is what he's after. And the Bible says here that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Not just shed, but like the parable of the sower. He takes the love of God and sheds it abroad because he wants to be loved. Knowing he may get hurt when we reject him. So he begins shedding it abroad, scattering the love of God in our hearts. So you say, well, how do I love Jesus? There's only one answer. The Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit's love for Jesus to get up on the inside of us and consume us. If not, all of this profits us nothing. Guys, look, America needs Jesus. We, what, what, else, what else are we gonna do? America, America needs, wow. America needs Jesus. Badly. Badly. It needs burning ones. Burning ones. Who, who realize, listen to my voice. Who realize believers, as believers, it is illegal to us to divide. We will not do it. No outside voice will divide us. We will not allow it. Because Jesus prayed it, Father, let them be one as you and I are one. We won't do it. We might argue, we might talk it out. It might take us 10 years, but I am not leaving you. I will not rob Jesus of a prayer he prayed just before he died on a cross naked. I will not do it. America needs Jesus. America needs Jesus lovers. I'm telling you right now, this church is gonna storm this nation. I'm telling you, I feel it in my bones. 
I feel it in my bones. This church is going to release missionaries, listen, to the hardest, supposedly hard cities and the hardest campuses that are not hard at all. People are people. People have, they need Jesus. They just may not know it. God's about to light you on fire. Black and white and English and Armenian and, and, and Egyptian and Greek and, uh, and Amish and <laughs> all of it. Can we, just, can we just go after Jesus together? All of it. Yeah, do it, Lord. My father-in-law gave us a word at Jesus 18. He said, the students in your church, they're going to walk through Disney, and they're going to actually speak in the languages of the tourists who are there. I believe it. I believe it. I didn't believe it until just now, but something came on me. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Hallelujah. Jesus wants our love. He wants our love more than our work. He wants your heart. He wants my heart. He wants the, 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 the fullness of our being. He wants it because he knows only he can satisfy it. Amen? Do you receive that? Stand to your feet. Come on. Hallelujah. I forgot communion, which is horrible. Next week we will have a communion service and so many will be healed. Say yes, amen. Can I say, can I say again, we, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need to, to silence the voice of the accuser with the anointing. That's what happened in Acts chapter four. They prayed, Father, stretch forth your hand Stretch forth your hand and release boldness. Grant unto us boldness and perform great signs and wonders by the mighty hand of your servant Jesus. And that anointing silenced the voice of the enemies of the church, silenced the voice of the accusers in the book of Acts. We need that anointing. Come on, you know what? Pick that up, Joel. Pick that up. Pick it up. Joel. Jose, get on, the, get on the drum. Quick. I felt that strong. Run up there. Run up there. Run up there. Dom, just get up here and do what you do. Just get on your knees. You don't even need to sing. Come on, come on, I'm gonna release, I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna pray. Come on, well, you're gonna pray actually, that's what the Lord just told me. You ask the Lord for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost to silence, listen, to glorify Jesus and to silence the voice of the accuser. Come on, you ask him, you ask him. Hit those drums, buddy. Father, in Jesus' name, release the power of the Holy Ghost on your church. Release the power of the Holy Ghost on your people. Release the power of the Spirit on us. Let signs, wonders, miracles, a mighty gospel go forth. Release missionaries from this house all over America in Jesus' name. Let campuses catch fire in the Spirit. Let millions be born again. Let beaches be filled with worship. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. 
do it, do it, do it. Let the nations descend on Jesus 20 and let the glory of the Lord fall. Let the glory of the Lord fall at Jesus 20. Light us on fire. We are here. Burn us up. Burn us up. Burn us up. Burn us up. We are here. Stretch forth your hand. Stretch forth your hand, Father. Stretch forth your hand in the name of your holy child, Jesus. And grant signs and wonders. And grant us boldness to stand in the face of opposition. You have conquered. You are king. Hallelujah. You are king. I want us to commit right now. We will not divide. That's for the world. But here we will not do it. We will not do it. They can do it out there. We will not do it here. Come on, come in your heart. Let them do it out there. We will not do it here. And that'll speak to hell. It'll speak to the heavenlies. We will not do it. We will not take up the sword of offense. We will not turn our sword on each other. We'll cut the jugular of the enemy with the power of the gospel. We will do that, but we will not turn it on each other. By your spirit, Lord, grant us first love, bridal love, burning love. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, lift a shout, lift a shout. Hallelujah. 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 It's an Armenian mint. An Armenian mint. Hallelujah. Probably is. Next Sunday, Sunday school. We're back. What's that? What's that? Ages zero to four. God bless whoever's working that age group. I'd rather be in, I wouldn't do well. <laughs> I love you guys. Jesus be with you. We'll see you next Sunday night. If you haven't registered for Jesus 20, jump on. Love you so much. Bye-bye. To get daily teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook. Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. For more information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image, P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida, 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.